today by Ann Hale. She is our Vice President of Learning Development. So welcome, Ann. Thank you, Linda. So great to be here. Really wanted to have you on today because we're kicking off our 2024 series. And we are starting the Lifesaver series with this topic of belonging. And so I'm really excited to talk to you about that today. But first, just to get started, why don't you tell us a, a little bit about yourself and, and your role at Bellin? Thanks, Linda. I'm really glad to be here today. Um, I have been with Bellin for 16 years. I've had an opportunity to have a variety of roles with Bellin, so I've been able to grow my career here. Um, a little bit about myself, I'm from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, so I am a Uper. For those of you who are from there, you know what I'm talking about. And I did spend a good chunk of my career in the Minneapolis area, so spent some time there nice, after college, nice. and then had an opportunity to move to Green Bay. I love Green Bay. Mm -hmm. Love it. Mm -hmm. I tell my Minneapolis friends that it is hassle-free living. Yes. It's great. Traffic's so not true. bad. Hardly any crime. Yeah. You know, really great place to work. Yeah, good point. Good place to live. Mm -hmm. I'm so really glad to be here. And um, uh, I'm really excited to be talking to you about this topic today. Yeah. So we're focusing on this idea of where do I belong? And ironically enough, you know, as we think about health and well-being, so often we're drawn to nutrition and sleep and, and water. And, of course, those are all important things. But we're learning more and more about how a sense of belonging is actually important in someone's sense of health and well-being. So what does the word belonging mean to you? Well, I think belonging for me really means being comfortable with who you are and being your authentic self. Mm -hmm. um, one of the things I've learned is that the first place you belong is to yourself. Mm. And Maya Angelou actually is the one who has said that. And a lot of times we think we fit like within a community or within a family and things like that. And, and, mm -hmm. and sometimes we do and sometimes we don't. But first and foremost, you really belong to yourself and really being true to who you are and not trying to be somebody else to try to fit in. Um, I think is really important. So first and yeah. foremost, you belong to yourself. You really do. I love that. That that resonates with me because I think so often, you know, we're in this culture and we think we have to, you know, keep up with the Joneses per se and mm -hmm. do what the next door neighbor is doing or do what our, our friend or our team member is doing. We're really, be you, be you and, mm -hmm. and, and what matters to you. Yeah, and I really didn't get it when I first started reading up on belonging and, and Maya saying that you belong to yourself first, I really didn't get it. And then my parents died. So my dad has been dead for 30 some years and my mom recently has passed. And I always felt like I was their child, you know? Mm. And then when they left, um, when they left this world and then I'm here, I, I, that's when I really finally got it. It's like, I still have been a part. They're still a part of me and I was a part of them. And even when they're gone, I can still feel their love. But when it really gets down to it, mm. I really belong to me. Mm -hmm. And being who I am and being true to myself yeah. is really one of the most important things. I really believe that. Absolutely. So sometimes the question comes up and sometimes I just ask people just so that they can get a sense of really what that, that feeling of belonging is. And so for you, where, where do you feel like you belong? Well, I, I feel like I belong in many places, really. <laughs> That's <laughs> I good. I belong to myself, as I said earlier. Mm -hmm. um, I was really fortunate to grow up in a really great family. So I've got two sisters and a brother that I'm really close to. So I'm really fortunate about that. 
Um, I did meet a guy when I moved here. So <laughs> Yay. I did. And so Michael, my husband, and my two stepsons, I feel like I belong and we're a family together. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a great group of friends from when I grew up. I have friends from Minnesota. I have friends from Green Bay. So I've got a really good friend group, which I'm very fortunate for. I do feel like Bellin is a family, so mm-hmm. I really feel like mm-hmm. I belong at Bellin. Mm-hmm. I have always felt that way mm. over my 16 years. And then right now, I love my team. I'm working with a really great group of people, and I feel like we have a really good thing going. And So I feel like I belong with my team as well. Awesome. 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 I often think if, if we're trying to get people to kind of zone in on where do you belong, where are you just yourself? Where do you feel like you don't have to fake anything? You don't have to have any walls up. You can just be who you are, yeah. whatever that looks like. So I'm older than a lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> You're not that old, I'm Anne. older than you are. Um, and I'm actually at the, I would say that I'm on the swing down in my career. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. And I feel that as you get older, And as you get wiser, you don't really feel like you have to change yourself Mm. to try to fit in Mm -hmm. anywhere, that you're going to be yourself. You're going to put yourself out there, you know, of course, with respect, you know, of of everything that you're doing. But I, I just feel like this is who I am. And if you don't like me. That's really none of my business. Mm-hmm. So what people think about me is really none of my business because yeah. that's their projection of who they think I am. They might not really know me. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is who I am, and I'm just going to be myself at work. I'm going to be myself um, with my family and my friends. And if if people don't accept it, well, there you go. That's on them, not me. Right. <laughs> you know, right. If that's all right. That's yes. okay. You don't have to accept me. You don't have to take me for who I am. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to worry about it. And it really is not my care and concern. Mm -hmm. Well, it is absolutely impossible to please everyone. And so if we try to make ourselves into versions of what other people want us to be, we're never going to win that way. Exactly. Because there's too many people to please. Exactly. It's impossible. It's a losing game. Mm -hmm. It really is. Brene Brown does a lot of work and a lot of research on belonging. I've really, Mm -hmm. I've read some of her stuff. And one of the things her research says is that the opposite of belonging is trying to fit in. Mm. So just think about that. The opposite of belonging is trying to fit in. Because if you're trying to fit in, then you're giving up who you really are and you're giving up your authentic self. And if you're trying to fit in to what other people think you should be doing or how you should be, then mm-hmm. that's not your tribe and that's not your group. You're right. It's really not. You're right. And and never give up yourself yeah. to try to be somebody who you're not yeah. just to try to please somebody else. Absolutely. It's a good lesson that I learned from her. I really love I really love her work and and the messages that she has. And I feel like we do learn that as we get older. We do. Like I think we about, do. We really I, yeah, do. Yeah, because I yeah. think about that younger version of myself, yeah. and you're you're trying to fit in with the kids of the school, and then when you get that first job, you're trying to fit in with your new team, right? Um, but now at this point, it's like at this point, I gotta <laughs> be, I gotta be me. I, I exactly. can't, I can't really fake being anything right, else. To be right. honest, that's too much work. It, it is. It's really all you can be, right? Mm-hmm. It's really mm-hmm. all you can be. And I think you get to that when you get to be my age. You're like, wow, I wasted a lot of time doing that, mm. and none of that yes. mattered. Yeah, it didn't really matter because whoever yeah. is your tribe or whoever you know is is somebody that you feel you're connected to. You know, you'll be with them and they'll be with you, and everybody else will go to the wayside. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And it really doesn't matter what people think. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So the reason I wanted to have you in, besides you're my friend and you're awesome, and I just love chatting with you, was because we have this new set of values at Bellin. You know, we've joined um, with Gunderson Health System, mm-hmm. and we rewrote our values. And so this is brand new, hot off the press. And the number one value that mm-hmm. we at Bellin, and I get goosebumps even just saying it, yeah. is belonging. It is. So it is. I want to hear more from you on... Why did we go that way? What does that mean? Why is that so important for us as a healthcare system, both in in how we take care of ourselves and then also how we take care of our patients? Yeah, I I was so excited to be asked to help bring forth our values in the organization. It was Mm -hmm. just a privilege and an honor to be asked. And I got to work on that with Janine Luz, who's my counterpart at Gunderson, and also Leanne Anderson, who's our chief people officer. And it was, it, it was such an ex- incredible experience, an incredible journey. And I know at the end of my career, I'm going to look back and say mm. that this is one of the highlights mm. for sure. Um, so we cool. have been working on it a y- since a year ago in mm-hmm. December is really mm-hmm. when we started. And what we wanted to do is we really wanted the values to come from within, not from outside the organization, but come from within the organization. So what we did was we did some research on values, and we had our own values from Mm -hmm. Bellin and from Gunderson, and we put them on a list, and we did a survey that we sent to all employees Mm -hmm. at Gunderson and all employees at Bellin, and there was probably 50-some values that were on there Mm -hmm. um, that people could choose from, and then over 2,000 people responded, Wow! and it was amazing how um, the even though it was just a survey, um, we came up with like the top 12 values that came out of the survey so that was really cool because we had all this input and then it was very cohesive on what was really important to our culture what was important to our organization Mm -hmm. so then we had the top 12 and then one of the things we did was um, we have an enterprise executive team and we really did a lot of ping-ponging with them on the values. Mm-hmm. So we brought the, we said, okay, here's the top 12. What do you think of those? And then we could consolidate a few, and then they gave us our opinion. And then um, we got it down to, I think, uh, nine or something like that. And then we did another survey. And so then we said, okay, now here's another set. Tell us what's important. And then, again, hundreds and hundreds of people were involved in that. And then we got the values down to the top six. And then when we had the top six, we said, well, what do they mean? What do we mean by belonging? What do we mean by Mm -hmm. excellence? And so then what we did is we went back again, and we talked to hundreds of people, and we got them together in focus groups, and we said, tell us what you mean by belonging. Mm. Tell tell us what you mean by the other values. And so there was a lot of wordsmithing, but it was so important because what ended up happening is that people could tell us what – words really mattered Mm -hmm. and what were really important to them. And then when we had um, all this input on what the words should say, we had our marketing team help us consolidate because, you know, they're really good with (laughs) bringing everything together and making it sound sound real. And then um, we went back to the enterprise executive team again and we said, okay, this is, here's our top six. This is what our, our, our organization is telling us. And it was so cool because Dr. Rathgaber, who is our CEO of Bellin and Gunderson, he said, they spell, they spell breath. Yes. They spell mm-hmm. breath. So for those of you who mm-hmm. don't know, um, our, our values that we came up with are belonging, respect, excellence, accountability, teamwork, and humility. And breath 
is the Latin word for spiritus. So they really, so what really resonated, it was like, this is the spirit of our organization yeah. and they spelled, they uh, spelled breath. So that was really cool. I remember I got, I got goosebumps when that happened. Like, oh my so gosh, cool. that, that really is cool. And then um, for those of you who don't know, I'm just going to read what, what our value is for belonging. Yeah. And it is, we create an inclusive community where meaningful friendships can flourish. We welcome diverse perspectives, abilities, traditions, and life experiences and we create a sense of joy in our work so every person can live their healthiest life. Mm. I just love that. Mm-hmm. And, it, and mm-hmm. they came from us. The words came from us. Beautiful. So here we had the values that came from us. Belonging was the first one. But the research shows mm-hmm. that a sense of belonging, yes. our people are, um, it's like nine times more likely to stay. Mm-hmm. They're like 58% less likely to leave. Mm-hmm. They do not have the absenteeism. Um, they, they, they're, they're a part of your culture. They're a part of your teams. And so the research even supports what our own organization said was important. So it all kind of came together. You know, the stat that always really blows my mind is, is this number I came across that I I put in when I talked to people, 81,396. And that's the amount of hours that we're going to spend in our lifetime at work. And so I think about how incredibly it is, how incredibly important it is to have that feeling of belonging in those 81,000 right, hours. Because right. if you don't, how detrimental that is going to be for you. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah for sure. So what's your, what's your thoughts or what's your recommendation, you know, people that are listening out there watching this podcast, if they don't feel mm-hmm. that sense of belonging, where yeah. should they start? What should they do? Well, I think the first thing is never give up who you really are and be your authentic self. Mm-hmm. Don't ever give that up. Don't try to be somebody you're not. Mm-hmm. Don't allow anyone else to try to change you. You just have to be who you are. I think that's the most important thing. And then the other thing is sometimes we are in situations where our values aren't a match. Mm -hmm. Um, I worked in healthcare most of my career. I had a two-year hiatus where I went to retail. And my values didn't fit with retail. Mm. They didn't. Mm -hmm. You know, it was all about getting the right product on the right shelf to the right customer at the right time. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what should happen in retail. And my experience had always been, it was about the people, the patient, the community. Mm-hmm. And when I went into retail, I felt like I was on a different planet, mm-hmm. you know? And it wasn't the organization's fault and it wasn't my fault. It's just that that wasn't where my heart or my purpose or my soul or my mission was. And yeah. my values were different. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really um, important to be clear in your values and really work where your values are fit. I think it's, I think that's kind of it. So be who you are. Do not give up yourself for anybody. Mm -hmm. Make sure you have a value match with where you're going to spend those 81,000 hours. And I think then you'll have, um, you know, you'll have a more joy in work and you'll feel that you're more connected. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that, um, you know, what, if you feel like something is off, something is off. Right. And that's when you need to dig a little deeper, explore a little bit more. Talk to the people that know you. Talk mm-hmm. to the people that really you can say, hey, I'm kind of not feeling right about this. And, and they can maybe help you kind of sort through that. Yeah. Just to get back to that authentic self. And I think another thing, too, is that get to know people. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you really know who you work with? Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like we do. You know, we spend, we have um, something that we do every month. We all go out to lunch together. And I've got a few people who work more remote 
mm-hmm. um, than than others. And I always want to lay eyes on people like, yes. I see you on the screen, but I want to <laughs> see you like this to make yes. sure you're okay, you know. Yes. Um, and so I was, so we get together every month, and we don't we don't talk about work. That's not our time to talk yeah, about work. It's just cool. our time to talk about how you're doing, what's going on. Yeah. Um, we all keep in touch with each other. We have weekly meetings where we do a lot of check-ins and stuff like that. And, to, I mean, do you know each other? Do you know what's happening in people's lives? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. do you know what's really important to people? And not just about their careers, you know, yes. but about their purpose. Agreed. And how do, how can you connect people's purpose to their work and to the organization? Um, I think is just really important. And it's in a lot of it's just being kind, mm-hmm. just being kind to people. Yeah. Yes. And I even there's a lot of new people like in my building and things like that. There's a lot of people that um, come and go. And then we have remote people that I don't see all the time. And it's just like, hi. Who are you? I'm Anne. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we've worked together I, yet. I haven't met you yet. <laughs> like, yeah. oh no, here comes that girl that always that says something to me in the hallway. <laughs> uh, but seriously, like, who are you? How long have you worked here? What's your job? You yeah. know, I don't think I had a chance to meet you. Yes. Um, but you know, how are you today? And then I get to know them, and I know mm-hmm. um, I can. Then we can see each other in the hallway and talk a little bit more and connect and all that. But you know, it's really about connecting with people mm-hmm. and just really getting to know people. When I always say, too, no matter what your role is in any organization, you are a human being first. So whatever that looks like for you, whether you have kids, you have a spouse, you have a dog, you have a mom that's aging. I mean, whatever it happens to be, you're that human being first. And you bring all of that into a workplace. So when you're able to connect with people and they know who you are, there's just this extra comfort level because you're just being the human that you were meant to be. Yeah. I and, agree. And that's, that's big. I think so, too. And mm-hmm. I think another thing that connects us together is shared experiences. Mm-hmm. So I know that if you haven't worked in healthcare, you have no clue of what it was like to work in healthcare <laughs> during COVID. Oh, that like, is you true. You have no idea. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> no clue. That is hard to describe. Yeah, Very I hard know. to describe. <laughs> I know. We all went through it. It was a shared experience, right? We oh, all it, went it, through it together. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah, I know everybody, I know we were all working six days a week. We all had yeah. two different jobs or three different jobs mm-hmm. we were doing and all mm-hmm. that. It kept um, us busy. It and, did, and, and, we, and it we brought didn't us have to together. Work. It did. Mm-hmm. It really brought us together. And and then you can even do even micro experiences. So I have no idea what it's like being an ICU nurse because I'm not, I'm not an ICU nurse. But, right. boy, the I, people who have been IC, ICU nurses during COVID, they know yeah. what it was like. People oh, in our emergency yes. department. They know what it was like. And so sometimes those shared experiences, whether they're good or, or stressful or challenging, mm-hmm. I think that's another way that we feel like a connection to each other mm-hmm. um, and also kind of per- perpetuate that sense of belonging. Yeah. And that's another tip, too, for people that maybe aren't feeling a sense of belonging is you find people with shared experience. And, mm-hmm. and that can be something really simple, like joining a club that has the right. same hobby as you, or it can be... What did you do for Thanksgiving? Oh, yeah. you have you have that in your family too, or whatever yeah. that might look like. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. Those are shared. Yeah, and you can yeah. be intentional about that. Mm-hmm. When I moved back here, well, I'm from Escanaba. I used to live on the lake and did a lot of sailing. You know, mm-hmm. missed the lake, and then I moved to Minneapolis. The lakes were like this big, and you could walk around them. And I'm like, that's not a lake. <laughs> that's not a lake. <laughs> that's not a lake. But you could walk around them. And then when I moved back here. I wanted to, I wanted to meet guys, but I also (laughs) wanted to, I wanted to sail again. And so I joined a sailing club on Lake Winnebago. And so once a week I got to, you know, do, do my sailing on, on, 
on the on this little lake and I did meet guys but I was like twice their age so it didn't work out but anyway um but that but put yourself in situations you yes. know of, of things mm-hmm. that you like to do mm-hmm. and places you like to be and then you'll also find people who have those same interests it's true it's true well, Anne, any final thoughts today? Any other recommendations or things you wanted to share with our audience on belonging? I think just a few things. Um, if you're a leader, um, have open and honest communication. I think that goes a long way all the time. Mm-hmm. Be inclusive in your leadership. You know, um, empower people. Include people in meetings. Include mm-hmm. people in decisions. Mm-hmm. Get to know your people. You know, who are they really? And what really makes them motivated? And what do they like to do in their interests and things like that? And, and just know who they really are. I think that's a really important thing. Um, create spaces for people to build teams. You know, opportunities for people to get together. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always have to be formal team building kind of things. Yeah. Um, just have times that people can connect with each other as they are. And maybe not have a work topic. I think that's important. And then um, I think it's really important to share your vision of your organization and with your team. Because people really want to have meaning and purpose at work. Mm-hmm. And if they know the vision, they'll know how that they, how they fit in and how they belong. I think those are just some things as a leader. And I think for all of us, just be who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. If you're trying to fit in, that's probably not a place where you belong. Mm-hmm. Um, accept people for how they really are. I think the golden rule is always treat people with respect, be kind, and treat yeah. people as you would want them to treat your, you know, treat you. Um, that's always important. Say hi to people. You know, just say hi when you're walking down the hall or, you know, wherever you are and greet people and mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. get to know people. I think that's important. And I think another thing is appreciate people's differences and mm-hmm. opinions and ideas. Mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. another way for people to feel belong and then. Um, as always, I think just try to spread joy wherever you go. Mm-hmm. You know, make it a better place mm-hmm. wherever you are. So those are just some things I think about from about belonging. Love it. So much good stuff there. I mean, when you think about, yes, treating people as you want to be treated, whether you're a leader, whether you're an employee, no matter what, you know, we're all human beings. So doing doing those things to really mm-hmm. to really have that sense of belonging, so valuable. It's not that hard. No, no. Well, thank you so much, Anne, for coming in today. We really appreciate your time and all this just great information on belonging. And uh, thanks to our audience for listening today. Uh, Please like, subscribe, and share this podcast. Have a great day, everyone. Thanks, Anne. Take care.